Thursday, 25th of September 2014. This is HPR episode 1604 entitled How I Got Into Linux and is part of the series How I Found Linux. It is hosted by First Time Host Gopher and is about 18 minutes long. Feedback can be sent to gofia.nix at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on this episode. The summary is I sum up my experience with Linux from 0 to 1. This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Welcome, this will be my first show for Hacker Public Radio and I would just like to contribute uh, to a great community full of great people. So this is how I found Linux. Uh, actually, my journey with Linux kind of started in an odd way. I, um, I, I found Linux because someone decided, I had, a fr- I had a friend in grade school actually, and he, and he decided to come over to my house one day, and he, he would come over, and um, it was actually kind of how I got into programming as well, um, so he would come over, and we would start making batch scripts, th- different things to, uh, to emit sounds, open CD drives, you know, the kind of things you get up to when you're about 12 or 13 years old. And he's he was a big uh, Unix and Linux lover, so he every time he'd have to come over and program on uh, program on on a Windows machine, he wouldn't be the greatest um, <laughs> participant, I would say, because he'd be like, "Well, damn, I have to I have to work uh, I have to work on a Windows machine," and he was diehard Linux, diehard open source software. Now, this was before I. I knew uh, any of these terms actually, but he uh, he he definitely was a big influence. So he he used to come over, and then uh, we used to probably hang out four times, four times a week. And and he he'd come over, and we like I said, we'd write these little programs and different things to do, different things like that. And one day he brought over um, a distribution called Lubuntu. Now. Uh, me being about, like I said, 12 or 13, I mean, they're, they're running Lubuntu here, and, and I didn't know what this was. Now, I have a really old desktop, I mean, this, the thing we were working on, oh goodness, it was probably eight years ago, probably now, yeah, I was about 11, so, yeah, eight years ago, and, uh, so he, eight years ago, he'd come over, and, and he showed me this Lubuntu, and, and I was a really ambitious kind of kid and child or whatever you want to call me teenager so i uh i said well sure let's install lubuntu now because of this crappy old machine it couldn't run lubuntu worth a damn so basically it we we booted it up and and i mean oh this thing 
it just wouldn't it just wouldn't run and so i i broke i, I technically over overclocked the hard drive because it was such an old piece of crap old piece of crap or something cuz the hard drive stopped working i it was it was quite the quite the problem with that whole thing i don't think i overclocked it i think that's actually the wrong terminology i apologize but uh, yeah no we we installed it and and he partitioned it we lost all the data uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't overclock it. I don't know what I, why I was thinking that, but he uh, he partitioned it, and so we lost all the data. I didn't really know what I was getting into. So in comes my mother, and she's she's just a she's a interesting person, and she really <laughs> she really liked that information on that computer apparently because uh, she kind of lost lost it a little bit. She well, understandably so because I. We lost all of her data and everything, and as kids, you know, like the things you get up to. But so that was my first experience with Linux. Now she did. My mom, just a side note, is she didn't have to pay to repair that computer. So, so her 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 um, her version of what Linux was was actually a little bit broken compared to what I was. So after that, obviously, um, I actually uh, being so young, I actually. I couldn't, any computer I got, I got told that I couldn't uh, install Linux on it because of what had happened to the desktop. I mean, my parents were very, my parents were very, I mean, they're, my dad's a PLC programmer, so he, he kind of knew what he was doing when it came to computers, but I don't, he's very a Windows-centric kind of guy, um, so he wasn't all that, uh, all that interested in in learning about Linux and learning about things like that, so I mean, there been there been times that I would uh, I would really want to try it, and I mean, I didn't stray too far from the Windows world. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't I didn't stray too far from the Windows world, but I definitely I definitely wanted to try Unix based system. I thought it was really cool, uh, the things you could do and and different things like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but. Um, as we as we continue down the lineage of how I found Linux, uh, so that was my first experience on that old computer, and then as I said, I was struggling, struggling trying to install it on different machines. I I don't think my parents were too uh, fond of the idea of me installing it on my machines. So what I would do is actually I would uh, any old computers that people were getting rid of, I would I would take. I've amassed quite the uh, quite the collection of old desktops and things and I, I had for the longest time I had a had a gateway laptop to replace an old desktop that I got in like 2004 2005 it was a H, HP Media Center or something I think and uh, I just scrapped that like last six months ago probably but I, I had that old desktop and no one was using it so I thought well what the hell so I, I figured I might as well put it on there so I uh, I put Puppy Linux. That was my first first forte into actual Linux installation. Now, here's my uh, quick opinion of Puppy Linux, and uh, I really, I mean, it's I don't know much about it, so I can't speak on it. But on that, I mean, I I did a lot of research, right? On on Windows machines, I did a lot of research of Linux and whatnot, and so I. I would try to do sudo apt-get install, but that would not work. And I'd be like, well, this is kind of silly. And I didn't, the more research I did into it, it seemed like um, 
the only the only package manager puppy had was graphical so i i uh, i used that for a bit i got some got some stuff i installed it so i really wanted to start up a start up a web server so i used the i think it was called uh hmm. well i forget what it was called but it was a graphical uh uh package manager for a puppy i think it was the universal puppy package manager something like that and so for a long time i used that on that old desktop and then finally uh my computer actually crashed like uh my gateway laptop and uh and i couldn't get any of the files off of it and i i it just it blue screened on me and i i was sick of it all and it said that there was an error with it and i'm like well this is this is ridiculous i don't i don't need to do this like my main machine at this point i could make my own decisions and i was 15 or 16 and i thought you know what this is just a piece of garbage i don't really want windows on my machine so i i installed uh ubuntu ubuntu i think it was 10 point or no i think it was 11 i think it was 11 ubuntu 11 uh the lts 1104 i think um and so I installed that, and it ran really well, and I was surprised, and I I started to um, get more into it. And actually, uh, while I was on Windows, um, my my interest in programming had peaked quite a bit. So I would I was trying to program in Python. I actually I think the first programming tutorials I ever watched were the were the Google. Um, I don't know if you can. YouTube search it, but the Google uh, programming videos, Python, Python programming. So those were pretty interesting, and so I got into it, and I just found when I installed this Ubuntu system that my uh, that my my programming skills uh, increased um, tenfold. And you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm a huge I'm a huge I'm a good programmer. I haven't really built much. But I just I I liked Linux as a, as a whole. I liked the fact that I could peek under the hood, you know, and see how things worked. And and I mean, Ubuntu is really a, a candy coated distribution. You don't have to get your hands dirty at all. But um, yeah, so that's basically how I started. And now at this time with this Ubuntu PC, I still had a Windows PC going. So basically, that's what was happening. And eventually i thought well i don't need a windows pc anymore so i had a friend who was getting rid of a netbook it's actually the netbook that i'm recording this on and he um he was getting rid of it he said windows doesn't run well on it and whatever whatever and i thought you know what this is my this is my chance to fully transition into a linux based world and so i did so i uh I made a negotiation with him, and I said, well, I'll give you 60 bucks for an Acer Aspire 1, and I did, and you know what, it's it's really good, and um, yeah, so I, I picked that up for about 60 bucks, and the next distribution I tried was Crunchbang. Now, Crunchbang was an interesting distribution for me, because that's really where I learned the uh, um, desktop customization and things and I was really interested in the the tweaking aspects and the fact that you could make the uh, distro however you wanted your desktop environment so on and so on and whatnot and so basically uh, what happened was I I started with Crunchbang and I, I, I used Crunchbang for about two 
maybe a year and a half, two years, something like that. And I used it uh, through my final two years at high school. And uh, so basically I used Crunchbang and I would customize Openbox. I'd make it really nice. I made it kind of tiling with pie tile. And I made it really, just really customizable. And it wasn't at all like I started. And that's kind of when I started to get into tiling Windows managers. And, and I just started to learn a lot of the configuration based around how it works. So as I progressed, I, uh, I started to research a little bit more. And, and my, my love of tweaking, like I said, has really led me to find more things. It really led me to find uh, Arch Linux and Gent2 and all these different distributions that could really uh, provide you a base to, um, to, you know, customize your system even more than I had been. So what happened after that was the fact that uh, I was pretty weary of Arch. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought the, the installation was pretty, was pretty brutal. Um, like not, not when I tried it, but I, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around it because I thought, well, if I screw up, I might brick and it was really a really stupid assumption. Um, but I eventually, I moved over to Arch, uh, because I wanted to try it. And I think that's just basically how I started. And honestly, the installation process is not, is not that hard at all. I mean, if you have the... If you have the beginner's guide in front of you, it's and that's what I did. I had it, had it on my phone, and I was absolutely fine. So, uh, to anybody that's looking to try Arch, then feel free to do that. But uh, yeah, so I I installed Arch, and this was I I installed Arch once, and I I couldn't get it to work, and I was really frustrated. And this was on the old gateway because I kept it around. For a long time, uh, I kept it around as a server based, and I just SSH into it and do whatever I had to do, kind of on my crunch bang. But uh, I, I decided to install Arch on it, and that oh, it was just horrible. Couldn't get drivers loaded. It was really, it was pretty brutal. But uh, as I as I continued, I thought, you know what, this can't be this hard, and I was really overcomplicating it because I was. There's a there's a part in the beginner's guide that says you have to load kernel modules, and this the, it's after it's after you connect to the internet. But uh, and so when I when I would install these kernel modules, I thought you had to do it for for your wireless card and everything, and I I was really treating it like it was <laughs> Linux from scratch basically. It was it's pretty brutal. I had to I was like, well, I don't know how I do this. I was I was pretty naive when it came to the whole thing. So I gave it up after that and went back to my crunch bang. And finally, I recently I just I just uh, I I'm going into college in about a week. So I just graduated high school last year, and so I had some time on my hands. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to try Arch again. So I put I put it on the netbook, and the installation process was a breeze. Like I said, I mean, I I had some issues with uh, like about the. I just wasn't overcomplicating it. So previously, I was overcomplicating it. I was trying to do everything at once. But like I said previously, um, yeah, uh, like I said previously, the installation process is not that hard. If you have the beginner's guide right in front of you, you're fine. And 
that's good. And right now I'm I'm actually I'm on the I'm active on the arch forums. I'm on nixers.net. So I'm I'm really kind of stepping up my game, I kind of feel, but um I'm also not one of those arch elitists that say every other distribution sucks. I think uh Linux and Unix in terms of its core nature, if it works for you, then it works for you. I mean, if you're a Windows user, if it works for you, it works for you, but for me arch works and that's all I have to say. Uh, thank you for your time, and enjoy the rest of whatever you were doing. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.